0: Alright, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Signal to Noise podcast. It's been almost three years. This is episode 24, and um, heck man, I almost forgot how to do this. So we are going to get right back into it, I think right around episode 7, somewhere in the early episodes, um, I had a guest on, a gentleman that I worked with, uh, Mr. Mike Esposito, and he is back with us tonight to talk about GarageBand. So Mike, how you doing, man?
1: If I was doing any better, I'd be twins right now. (laughs)
0: Welcome, man. So, guys, um, you're going to have me and Mike co-hosting tonight. And, um, well, heck, um, I don't believe in editing, so we're just going to see what happens here. And um, so, Mike, how you been, man?
1: Uh, doing well. Um, missing missing uh, the interaction you and I used to have. It's kind of neat to get back together and uh, and do this. And uh, just looking forward to maybe doing more with you in the future.
0: You know, it's funny you mention that because I, I keep thinking, I'm like, all right, um, cause I think I told you I was traveling. So we're, you know, I had a very long van ride both ways <clears throat> uphill in the snow, um, to think about all this. And I'm like, you know what, you know, cause, cause you've mentioned us doing a podcast of just us being random. Um, just, you know, kind of like a random comedy podcast. I'm like, okay, how can we make this work? So this is kind of a test for that. You know, we'll see how this goes. Um, <clears throat> we're getting ready for the show tonight. I told Mike, I'm like, Hey man, um, you know, any, really anything goes. Cause I mean. You know, we're we're talking to musicians about gear and that sort of stuff. I said, but I don't want to swear, and the main reason I don't want to swear is because I think most of my demographic more than likely has kids, it has kids my age. And um, did I tell you about the barbecue podcast I was listening to? No. So I was listening to this barbecue po- podcast, and for anybody who likes to barbecue, it's called Man Meat Barbecue. They got Instagram, Twitter, all that sort of stuff. Really a great podcast, and like the first couple of episodes were good, but then he just started like gratuitous F-bombs. And, you know, you and I know each other pretty well. You know that that does not bother me, but when it's a cooking podcast that I could be listening with my kids around because we could all talk about cooking, it bothers me. It doesn't stop me from listening to the show, but it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't think it's necessary, so I don't want to do that. Now...
1: Well. Yeah, go when, ahead. When you drop a bomb during a food show, it really just ruins the food too. So, just
0: well, I guess so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Um, but yeah. So, but I will warn the audience here: if um, Mike and I do start a second podcast, that one will probably have lots of swearing because it'll just no. be whatever's on our mind. What you don't think?
1: No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> unless, unless it the mood is right for it. And, and it's appropriate to be vulgar. so, so <laughs> Appropriate vulgarness. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, yeah.
0: I see where you're going with this. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. But um, I'm thinking, like, if I think back to you and I at work, right, when we used to work together, there is a phrase I used to say to you. And since I already said I'm not going to swear on this show, I'm not going to say the phrase right now. <clears throat> But it started with a, with a word that started with the letter d there was the word yeah. it following it and then normally your name <clears throat> yeah. so I, I, I have a feeling that even if we are not trying to be vulgar on the other podcast that um th- it'll probably all just come out like I, I have a feeling I'll use that phrase a lot
1: I like the way you're setting the expectation for future podcasts. This way, if it does happen, you can't say they weren't warned.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know me. I believe in full disclosure. I always have. <laughs> That's how we roll, man. So, all right. So again, man, thanks for being here tonight. I really appreciate you doing this. The topic of our show tonight is going to be really the, the new garage band on the iPad. Um, and I'm, I'm going to set that up here a little bit, but I do want to talk about some news that happened. So like right, right after Christmas, Lemmy, Lemmy passed away. Like, and what's funny is I didn't realize that you knew about Lemmy. Like, I knew Lemmy because you know, I'm a metalhead, and like, Lemmy is God in in the metal world. Right? And we'll talk about that joke later here in a second. But so, tell 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 me more about like like Lemmy and like how how that kind of tied into your world.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> I, was, I was hearing a kid in the background. <laughs> <they were talking. laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Did you you hear any of
0: that? Yeah, yeah. Did you hear any of that? Did you get any of that? Do I need to say it again?
1: Uh, You you were talking about uh, Lemmy and... and, uh and how it uh, influenced my world? Well, yeah. Like so, that. so
0: tell me about how you know Lemmy because I know Lemmy because because of, of you know all my heavy metal heritage here. But you knew Lemmy yeah. because of a different reason. I thought that was very interesting.
1: Okay, maybe I'm not following you on that one.
0: Okay, well, so I guess I'll set it up then. So you told me that yeah. you knew Lemmy or knew of Lemmy and Motorhead because of the wrestler, like the theme song they did.
1: Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm am sorry. Yeah, uh, Triple H uh, in WWE. You know. Um, uh, Motorhead did the, uh, the music for him, uh, King of Kings. Um, and, uh, that's how, that's how I really came to appreciate, um, their music. Uh, cause after I, after I heard, um, what they had done for him, I wanted to listen to some of the other stuff they did. And it, uh, yeah, you know, it, it was strange how I got to, got to that, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, and I, I and found that really interesting because I mean, you know, Entertainment. It, you and I have have music that, that we both that we both like, right? Not always metal, not always like, you know, softer stuff, or whatever else. But I, I found it very interesting that we both came to the same artist for two completely different paths. Um they streamed Lemmy's Memorial Service uh, online. I, I was catching part of it, so Triple H is on, right? And um, he's talking about how it came about about getting Motorhead to do to do the theme song. And he's talking about, he's like, you know, so I finally, you know, start winning some matches, like I'm getting bigger, notoriety, like, okay, you can record a theme song. So we go in the studio, and um, I keep telling him, like, no, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this, you know, no, you know, it's got to be more like this. And finally, the producer asked him, he's like, so what do you want it to sound like? And he's like, well, I want it to sound like Motorhead. And so he looks at me and says, well, why don't we just go get Motorhead? And Triple H is like, we can do that? You know, and I thought that was pretty cool. And so that started the relationship with Triple H and, you know, and Motorhead.
1: And the rest, yeah. As I said, the rest is history. Exactly, that man. And they even, because they even performed they they performed the song at one of the WrestleManias, and I don't remember which one it was, but they performed it at a WrestleMania. That's awesome. That's pretty cool.
0: I tell you, man. me Lemmy, like Lemmy's passing, just totally blew my mind. He was one of those guys that I just feared would live forever.
1: Uh, uh, well, Keith Richards is living forever, so why not Lemmy? You know. <laughs> <laughs> my
0: favorite Keith Richards joke, and the older he gets and the more other artists that I see pass and he's still going, I'm starting to think this is going to be true. But um, it was a comedian back in the 90s, and and you know, like DVE uh, back in Pittsburgh. Um, they played this clip, and the guy's talking about Keith Richards. And something to the effect of, like, he's like, a new, we're going to have a nuclear fallout. The only thing left is going to be Keith Richards and cockroaches. And he's like, can you have Keith <laughs> Well, then he's like, you know, I've keyed st- st- uh, stammering. Where is everybody? I saw a bright light. I thought we were on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love it.
1: <clears throat> All right. Well, so, and, and, yeah. yeah. You know, you talked about um, how we come to music in different ways and everything. Oh, yeah. But I, I will never forget your face when, when I responded to Rockin' Like Dawkins.
0: That was pretty good.
1: And you looked at me like, you know that? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I didn't think anybody knew that.
0: <laughs> it's such an obscure phrase. Like, unless you're really into hair metal that time. And I mean, Dokken has some notoriety because of George Lynch, but not, they weren't that popular. So that was that was, that was a niche, a niche band.
1: And, hey, you know, and I, and I think we need to put a qualifier on this as to why that's so... Um, uh, surprising to you is the fact that uh, I'm going to be 60 years old in November. Son of a gun! <laughs> seriously? Yeah, yeah, seriously. The big six-zero wow. man. Yeah, and. You know, while my body looks seventy-five, <laughs> the rest of me feels like I'm twenty-three, you know? So it's 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 really great because I can get really excited and have absolutely no energy to be able to do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my, body, my body inside is going. Yes! <clears throat> And my body outside is saying, "Will you please shut up?" I'm trying to get some sleep out here. Oh, yes. dude, you're killing me. But but yeah, but you know, it's you know, we've had similar experiences in a different way, though. You know, we, we both we arrived at the same point through different paths, and and uh, and I think that's uh, I think that uh, that difference is what actually. Um, started forging our friendship at that point.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, but I mean, like, to to look at that, like, you know, because I mean, generationally, we're definitely, you know, slightly different generations. Um, But there's a lot of similarities. But I mean, like, looking at at how Lemmy kind of bridged that for us, you know, and and I would love to know just how many other people have come together because of Lemmy and Motorhead and that sort of stuff. But if you think about it, Motorhead and the King of Kings... Kind of set set us up for success for that other band I introduced you to Austrian Death Machine.
1: (laughs) It's not a (laughs) tuma. It's not a tuma. You know what? And and this is really neat because um, uh, where I work now, uh, I get uh, when I get to work, there are several other people that get to work, (laughs) and and you may be the CD, and I and I I was listening to it. You can't listen to that with with the volume down. You just can't. You cannot no, you listen can't. to a band like that with the volume down. That that's like I don't know. That's just like committing committing a crime yeah, <laughs> at that you, you point. Sh- you, should be arrested you, you gotta crank it. by the music police. But but uh, so I pull into a lot and my volume is on 11. <laughs> 10 it's, on 11. <laughs> it's one louder. <laughs> Right, And I've got it cranked, and you can see, I pull into the lot, and all of a sudden, you just see, like, five heads turn and just start staring, like, what the heck is he listening to? And I'm, and I'm over there head-banging with no hair to shake around me. I feel like sometimes I have to wear a wig when I'm driving this way out But, but uh, yeah, and they look, and they go, what the heck are you listening to? Uh, and I look at him, I go. Uh, it's off Austrian death machine. And then you should see the really weird look I get when that apps I go, is that like some kind of cult? <laughs> and I'm going to go. Keep quiet, or I'm going to have to do something about it. <laughs> and then I just walk past him. And I go. Hey, I go. That's
0: yeah, going to start working. <laughs> oh goodness gracious.
1: Yeah. Oh man.
0: <clears throat> All right, so before we move on from the Lemmy section here, I do have to bust on Rock from um, from Radioactive Metal. It's terrible. So <clears throat> Radioactive Metal is another podcast. I think you and I have talked about him.
1: Yeah, Rock, we have.
0: Rock's the guy who's in Florida, but he was uh, Canadian, and then they got the other Canadian. Um, but Rock's French-Canadian. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so so Rock, you know, he's he's a good dude. We talk. He's had me on their show a few times. And um, as soon as Lemmy passed, I texted immediately. I'm like, "Hey man, I'm like, if you guys you know do anything for Lemmy, I would love to be a part of it. I would love to come on and talk about Lemmy because I mean, like, I honestly only discovered Lemmy more recently, like Lemmy and Motorhead, much more recently um, than I should have, you know, to, to to appreciate it." And he's like, "Oh, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to do any shows. Um, you know, we got all this stuff planned out." And I'm like, "All right, man. Well, whatever. Keep me posted." Next thing I know, I'm checking my podcast feed and I see a new episode from Radioactive Metal says, we're motoring. I'm like, son of a gun. I'm like, he totally left me out. And then I listened to the episode and he totally did not sound like he was into it. I think he was uh, under duress. So, uh, Rock, you could have called me and I could have just gotten you out of that mess. Like, I could have taken one for the team on that one. I would have been all all about it. Me and Snowy would have had a good time. Oh, dude, you know what we're going to do? Speaking of uh, Radioactive Metal...
1: Well, here's what, even though, yeah, go ahead. Well, even though the first two letters of my last name are ESP, no, I don't know what we're gonna do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's gonna be that kind of night. Nice. So, here's what we're gonna do. I've been wanting to do this for a while, and we're the two people to do it. <clears throat> you and I. That's, well, <laughs> that's a scary thought. <laughs> well, hear we me out here. So, Radioactive Metal. Um, it's it's probably one you know one of my favorite metal podcasts out there, and you know I listen to a lot of them. But there's just something I find so entertaining about Rock and Snowy. And I think you and I should do an episode of this show, but completely parodying, um, or parodying, is that pronounced right? I don't know. Um, That's not what my show's about. But anyway, so we will parody Radioactive Metal. So we will do it in the character of those hosts. What do you think? Do I have
1: to learn to speak French?
0: He doesn't speak French on the show very often. It's like, like every now and then. I mean, if you did, that'd be a great bonus. I'm not gonna lie. Like I certainly won't stop you.
1: Do I have to? Do I have to be drinking uh, Canadian beer and eating bacon?
0: So it depends. If you're Rock, I, Rock doesn't drink beer. Right. So we're all right. I, I
1: apologize. Right. I apologize for the yeah for the stereotyping I, I do.
0: Well, no, no. Like if you trust me, listen, listen to this show. Um, that, that was nothing. <laughs> like, you you, oh, should, okay, you you have cool. to hear Rock and Snowy go at it because Snowy Snowy would be like, "So you're sort of Canadian." And like and and you know, because he moved, but then because he's also French Canadian, and then because he's French Canadian, he calls him a gorf, and I'm glad you got that joke faster than I did, because they had to explain it to me <clears throat> and I'm, I'm like, okay, frog, backwards, gorf, okay, like i still I still don't quite understand, but I guess it's a thing, but so anyway, so the Canadian bacon, I'm sure it's not that bad, although if I get an angry text from rock later. <clears throat> Once he uh, like wakes up, because I'm sure once his iTunes feed updates and he sees a podcast from me, he's probably just going to pass out because it's been three years. <clears throat> but enough uh, busting on Rock. Let's move to our next topic, which is preparation meeting opportunity. All right, so a while back. I'm
1: sorry, what was that? Preparation H? Me? What? No, no, no. Okay. So
0: we only go to preparation H when preparations uh, A through G fail.
1: <laughs> what what comes for part B? Part A. sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
1: All right. All right. okay. No, that was good. All right, can't you, Okay, let's bring it back. Yeah,
0: okay, good. No, why are we, so you know, since we're already off topic, uh, we're gonna we kind of <laughs> talking about work anyway. So, <clears throat> um, Gardner, you remember Gardner? Of course, you remember Gardner. You can't forget Gardner.
1: Okay. got took care of the flowers. Yeah. So, oh, you're,
0: you are in rare form. Uh, so have you seen the, um, what he's been doing lately? Like, um, he's, he's taking pictures. Yes.
1: Yes. It's so he,
0: that. he's That's got, perfect. and I think he, what did he change it to? Cause it was McNo Legs Media, but then he, I think he just changed the name of the page.
1: Oh, I don't know. Cause the last I saw it was McNo Legs.
0: Uh, so I'm going to have to look it up, put it in the show notes. So, uh, so people can find yeah. it. Cause so like, so, um, our, our buddy Matt's down in Tampa. He's taking all kinds of great pictures, and I think he's. It, I, I get the gist that he's going to try and like make a make a break uh, professionally.
1: Well, they, they're using one of his pictures in the uh, calendar for the aquarium down there.
0: Oh, that's right. I saw that. Yeah.
1: yeah, so, yeah it's a beautiful picture.
0: Beautiful. Oh, yeah, he's he, does, he does great work.
1: And I guess we should call it a photograph. Um, a, it's a photograph. Excellent work.
0: But so, is it still a photograph since there's no film?
1: Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, but all I got is a photograph.
0: I feel like I'm missing the realize, joke
1: there. And I, I realize you're not coming back anymore.
0: Oh, geez, what song is this?
1: It's Ringo Starr. Photograph. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought, I thought no, you I thought,
0: were doing the Kid no, the Kid the Rock the one. No, not the Kid Rock one. Photograph and Cheryl uh, Crow. Don't they have no, something about a photograph? Star.
1: I'm old. Remember that? <laughs> you're not old. You're just older than me by a little bit. <clears throat> now I start to sound like the uh, farmer's commercial. Moving on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so you and I work together, right? We talked about this a few times now. So, just in case, anyways, just, you know, happens to fast forward to the middle of the show and they're, they're not sure, they will be sure now. <laughs> it, it could happen, right? You slip, you hit the button. Oh. Anyway. Oh. So, um, we, we had, had a guy at work, Tom, and Tom would write these great parody songs, you know. So he writes one to the song Kokomo, as to promote something internally. We're not going to get into that. I'm recording it, I'm producing it at work, I'm doing everything on GarageBand on the iPad, because, you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of the things you can do mobily. Um, <clears throat> and I really wanted to use the tools that we had available to us. I took in, um, took in a mic. We're going in, doing, doing, you know, sessions in a room. Um, I think I even stacked some pillows or blankets around or whatever, but. Sure did. Yeah. But, but so like, I'm listening to it back and I'm like, it just doesn't sound right. Just doesn't sound right. And so I hand it to Mike here and, um, Mike says, oh, it's this part. And it was like the really high part in the chorus of Kokomo. And I'm certainly not going to try and sing it, but, um. Like it it blew me away that like that quickly, like you just you you listened to it, you heard it, sang it, and I, I believe like immediately I'm just like, come with me, and we just marched back in, you didn't like two or three takes, and that was that. Tal talk to me about preparation because you you're a pretty pretty good singer. Like you and I have talked about, you know, you being a musician at times and and it it drives me crazy, quite honestly, when you try to tell me you're not a musician. Because as much as I would have told the old singers in my rock bands that they weren't weren't musicians, um, I will never let you tell me that because you think very musically. And honestly, singers are musicians. Before I get any hate mail, <clears throat> although hey, hate mail's mail, so I'll take it. But <clears throat> um, like how, how how did you how how are you so ready for that moment? Because there are a lot of other people who were practicing that weren't ready for that moment, and you just stepped in, boom, hit it, and that's the take I ended up using in the final mix.
1: Well, let me, let me get the comedy portion out of the way real quick. All right. It's because, ready? You ready for this? Yeah, let me sit my drink down. Go ahead. All day. I've been waiting to say this all day. The reason why I was so ready for it yeah. is because you're thinking my life. So I don't get it. I have to say that. I don't get it. You see? <laughs> oh, it's wait nice. a second. Okay.
0: Now it's still not that funny.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, it is? Okay, that's right. So, all right, old guys can't be funny. I'm oh, sorry. you can be funny. Anyway, just, um, that
0: wasn't your best. Because
1: anyway, remember, remember one thing. <laughs> no, don't. I'm just, an, I'm just an idea, man.
0: That's not anyway. the one I thought you were going to say, so thank goodness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that, was, that joke was totally inside. Nobody's going to get it. That's okay. Pray, 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 I don't care.
0: That's all right. But, but, so, you know what I thought you were going to say? No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, sometimes the bull. <laughs>
1: The dice, the dice, the bull, okay.
0: <laughs> Woo. okay, so the, at the end of the show, you're telling that joke insane. we're gonna, we're gonna tell it sure. we're gonna tell the bull joke at the end of the show, okay, that, that'll be if how how we go out cool. because cause it's it's classic, and then I can just listen to it over and over and cry,
1: all right, so anyway, appropriate, but is it an appropriate joke if kids are gonna be listening to this?
0: yeah, yeah, that one's all right, cool, yeah, I mean, I mean. Seconds. I don't think no, I think only they'll kidding, know. Only you're, you're you're so you're, you know, you're pretty good about setting it up for, for mixed audiences, so I think it's all right. <clears throat>
1: why, why was I Why was I so ready? It, well, let's let's set the way back machine. Uh, all right, right, Mr. Peabody. for like 19, I don't know, 63. Yeah, that'd been about right. 63. Um, I was seven years old. And uh, my father... I think I was uh, negative
0: eight. Yeah,
1: you, you weren't even a thought. I know, was anyway, negative eight. But uh, my, my dad um, was deaf, wore a hearing aid. Um, and, and while the hearing aid really didn't help him to hear anything, it made him think he could hear things. Um, <laughs> but he comes home one day... He comes home one day and he's carrying this suitcase looking thing. Yeah. And I'm thinking, Dad's leaving home. But <laughs> um, what it was was it was a record player that had the two speakers that opened up on the side and then you could detach the speakers. Oh yeah. And I had see have like 50 miles of cord <laughs> on each side so you could put the speakers anywhere in your house. And then the, the center section flipped down, and that was your turntable. Well, dad, uh, Dad's favorite singer from back in the day, because Dad wasn't always deaf. He had gotten rheumatic fever. It uh, scarred up his eardrums really bad, and then he lost his hearing over time. Oh, wow. But what his, his, um, one of his favorite singers at the time was Frankie Lane. Now, for those of you who might not know him, if you've seen the movie Blazing Saddles... Frankie Lane does the theme song for *Blazing Saddles*, so you have heard him. And if you've ever seen um, any of the old uh, *Wagon Train* TV shows with Clint Eastwood when Clint Eastwood was really young, Frankie Lane did the theme song for *Wagon Train*. Okay, not okay. not John Belushi like everybody thinks. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> the okay. <band>! Anyway. <laughs> 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 oh you're oh I me. love it when I can make, I love it when I can make you throw up when you're laughing. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> So pack out a hairball. Come on, give me a go ah, ah, you know. Uh, so uh, dad said to me, I need you to do me something. I said, What's that, Dad? you know, what what do you need, Dad? he says, I need you to learn these Frankie Lane songs. And now, being seven years old, that's my dad. I love my dad. And I said, okay, why? So you can sing them for me. And the first Frankie Lane song I ever learned was a song called Shine. And it starts out like this. Wooda a baby, ba-ba, wooda baby, beer ba boo-ba. Okay, so picture a seven-year-old kid doing that. It was more like, ooh, baby, papa, right? But I would have to stand in front of my father, crank the music up as loud as it would go, which prepared me for my metal days. Uh, <laughs> crank the music up as loud as it would go because he could feel the vibration of the music, right? Okay. And feel the beat of it. And so could all the neighbors and half the <laughs>
0: But... <laughs> I don't don't always listen to Frankie Lane, but when I do, so do the neighbors. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. Everybody thinks these cars today are loud. They don't know what loud is. Anyway, (laughs) um, and there's another story about my father being loud, but I'm not going to tell that in this forum. Yeah,
0: say that for um, the other show.
1: So I'd stand in front of Dad and put the music on, and I would sing the song to him. And of course, he had to make me stop and say, "Wait a minute, Frankie Lane would use his hands and do gestures and everything." So that was preparing me for a life in show business that never came to fruition. Just so you know, um, and uh, and so I started singing for my father, but very, you know, being very impressionable at that age, um, I started then digging out all the other old records that dad had and then started listening to the music my brother was listening to at that time and and you know that just became it just became a point where music always always presented itself at times in my life when i either needed something or it just you know you know, that, the preparation and opportunity meet each other. And, you know, uh, if you want to call it preparation, but just loving music just prepares me when an opportunity comes along to sing or join in or whatever, I'm ready for it. But, and, and you were the one that pointed this out to me. It also developed in me, um, that ear for what sounds right or what doesn't sound right and uh, and uh, being able to, to spot that and then, so when you when you said to me hey listen to this it was very easy to say well you're missing that that one track because that's what made the chorus of, of the original song Kokomo and we were missing it in our rendition of it well yeah. oh, by the way I also want to say that Tom was the weird Al Yankovic uh, because he was always writing stuff like that. Oh, he he uh, absolutely was. But that's what, you know, that's, that's what prepared me for it. And, and uh, yeah, you would always yell at me and say, uh, you know, when I would say, yo, I'm not a musician, you know, I'm not. And now um, I'm singing in the uh, praise team.
0: Oh, that's um, awesome.
1: And uh, uh, here's what's really neat. The, the, person that leads it yeah uh name is laura and what's really interesting about that is is laura and my daughters amanda jennifer and shelly were all in band together when i was a band parent chaperoning them Oh wow. so now she now she gets to tell me what to do uh <laughs> the big joke is the big joke is is when she says hey i want us to do this at this part mm-hmm. and everybody we She'll go, is that okay with everybody? My, the the phrase I've coined now is your musical wish is our command. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's really good. So, you know, while I can pick up a piece of sheet music and see a bunch of dots on a page, um, you know, I, I can at least tell that this note goes up, this note goes down. You tell me where to start, and I guarantee you, I'll hit the rest of the notes along the way. Um, but you know, to actually like read it and play it, you know, that's 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 for somebody that's trained to do that. Well, so you want me to sing it? Want me to sing it? I, all I got to do is hear it a couple times, and I'll start singing it because that's what I did for my dad. Yeah, and that's what I've done all my life. And that's what prepared me for that moment in time when you said, "Hey, listen to this, and tell me what's wrong." That was a long way to go to get there, don't you think?
0: Yeah, but that's really a cool story though, because like, because one, a, I didn't realize that your dad had started going deaf when you were that young. Because I, because we talked about it before. Like, you know, I knew he was deaf, I didn't realize he was that young. Like, that's pretty crazy. Oh yeah, <clears throat> but um, but so then it it that's it also fascinates me how just. You know, and to anyone who's trying to learn anything out there, th- this this is something to be said for basics and repetition. Because you know, like you pointed out, sure you weren't reading sheet music, but you knew how to ma- match pitch. You kept working at it. You kept working on your diction, how to pronounce things. And then we get to you know fast forward to the, the day that we recorded, and you just you know you you just do it. You just step up like okay, wait a second. You know, I think it was like what two three takes maybe, and you you had the take that ended up using. So then this brings me to forcing you into using GarageBand. And so, and and I I can't remember if we (laughs) went into this in depth, like the first time you were on the show. But so, you know, we get the iPads at work. Um, I'm all about GarageBand. I'm like, Mike, Mike, you've got to try this out. And every single time I asked you, you said, Aaron, I'm not a musician. I'm not a musician. I'm not going to be able to do anything with it. I'm not going to be able to do anything with it. And I, you know, finally I'm just like, you're going to use it. I'm putting it on your iPad. You're going to take it home, you know. And I remember just showing you a couple things. And the great thing about GarageBand is that it's set up in such a way that you can learn those musical gaps that you might have um, while you're making the music. Because, I mean, it's, it's set up to do things within a key. You don't have to. You can turn that off, and there's all sorts of settings. But it's set up to do things within the key, which means that you're going to learn how the chords work. You're going to learn how they interact together, and this is where your really strong ear came in. So why don't you take us take us a little bit more through that journey again?
1: Well, um, so yeah, you definitely took uh, took me kicking and screaming into the garage. Oh, I know.
0: Sad. Oh my goodness, I and will I'm, not forget that week.
1: Well, I was going to say you you drugged me by my hair, but we all know that, <laughs> that never happened. Um, so, so, uh, um, yeah, and he uh, said just just humor me, please. Just humor me, and try to do one thing. And that's when you that's when you gave me the uh, you know the simple rift, um, What an E was it?
0: I don't even know if we did that. I think we just, I just showed you where the chords were and you started to figure it out from there.
1: Well, no, you, you sent me, you had sent me, uh, the 12 bar, uh, 12 bar, um, rift in, in, in E it was, it was an E, right?
0: I honestly thought that came later, but okay.
1: but well, still, still you, you sent that to mm-hmm. me too, because you know, let's put it this way. My, my first foray into creating a song with GarageBand was very elementary, my dear Watson. <laughs> very elementary. And uh, oh, and by the way, I appreciate you saying filling in the musical gaps because, as far as I'm concerned, they're musical chasms. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, uh, you know, so. Uh, I did that first one and and it was like, wow, I can actually do a song. I can make a song. I, I can actually do this. And so I did a f- couple more, a couple more. And it, and it was really, I was like, I was like the little kid that was bugging the teacher every day. <laughs> <laughs> I like, Aaron, listen to this, put your headphones on. Listen to this, listen to this. And you're like, well, I got to take care of it. I said, put your headphones in now.
0: I remember it was like every day, a new song.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah, and you know my wife, I'm sitting on the couch you know next to my wife, and we're watching while well, she's watching TV, my head's buried in the iPad, doing stuff on garageband, you know And <laughs> I got my headphones in because I don't want to disturb her watching TV, and that's when she decides she needs to talk to me. And I pulled the headphone out, and I was yes, well yeah, okay, dear, thank you very much. I put the headphone back in two seconds later. Oh, and I said, look, tell me everything you need to tell me now, because after I put these headphones back in, I'm not answering another question. Huh. <laughs> so your your forcing GarageBand on me, almost got me divorced, but that's okay. <laughs> um, because after 30, some years, <laughs> who <new> cares, right? <laughs> <Seriously. clears throat> say how long have you been married I said doesn't it really matter <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it will man. be thirty nine years in October by dude then. that's
0: awesome congratulations
1: it it was like it was like I was given that gift of being able to write my own music in a very very simple way um, you know I, i've done I've done some things and i I gotta tell you. I think the two uh, and I think you even you even uh, agreed with me on this I think the two best pieces that I've done were um the song I did for for my granddaughter emma
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh Emma's song I think that's one of the you know probably the first best piece I've ever done
0: yeah that that's uh but then the the other that one. one.
1: But then the other one was this was uh, was one of the last ones I, I did here, uh, the future past one, which I thought was pretty decent for me. Um, and and uh, I've noticed, even though you've pointed out many times, but of course, you know we don't believe other people because we're our own worst critics. Absolutely. But but I'm really starting to to realize that, you know how my use of GarageBand and and, and being able to create within it has, has evolved and changed. And, um, you know, at first I was satisfied with something very mediocre. Now I'm not because now that, that um, as you say, the musician in me is starting to come out and say, no, that's not acceptable. Yeah, you know, I got to go back and fix that. I got to go back and fix that, or I need to add something to that. It's missing something. Where before I would have been, hey, this is great, isn't it? And and then of course you would say, yeah, it is. How about next time you try this, uh, without really saying, Mike, that really sucks. Try doing <laughs> this. <that later." Well, laughs>
0: Your your so. growth as a musician really became evident to me when the GarageBand update came out that lets you change the chords. So instead of just having your standard majors and minors, you could start to add ninths and thirds and sevenths and whatever else. And you started to experiment with that, just to you know, and again, just using your ear, being like, okay, so what happens if I change this? And you started getting these different. I, I don't I don't think texture is the right the right word here, but just this this total yeah. tonal canvas maybe I don't know. But, um, well, part of
1: that, part of that came when you uh, when you also mentioned to me about the one the one program ProCords.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. I forgot so about Pro that
1: chords, because I could go into Pro Chords and just experiment with where I wanted things to go, and then once I did that and I knew it, then I'd go into GarageBand, uh, pick the key I wanted to be in, and then change the chords within it to match what I had in Pro Chords and then go ahead and compose from there. So, it, you know, GarageBand takes me into, you know, a whole other realm of being able to um, uh, uh, experiment and, and then be able to translate that experiment into um, uh, a piece of music. The other thing, The other thing that really expanded what I did was when a good friend of mine bought me the microphone that I'm using tonight. And I want to thank you for that.
0: Oh, you're welcome.
1: Uh, Because along with that, when I registered the the product, um, one of the things I got with that was a free download of of, uh, Sample Tank. Oh, no way. That's awesome. Yeah, Sample Tank integrates with with, uh, GarageBand. So now I'm able to add another component. Which I think is a great segue into the next piece of GarageBand uh, with this last update that they just did. Did you like the like the way I did that?
0: That was nice. I see what you did there.
1: So I, I didn't even <clears throat> play that half.
0: <laughs> so so just to, just a to recap here. So this is why I love GarageBand on, on the iPad, like the i GarageBand for the iOS, because. It takes music making, and I know there's gonna be a ton of people that disagree with me on this, but like as a musician and as a musician who's seen the quality of music that's being outputted all around me kind of decline. I, oh,
1: there, I, so you're saying that, that there's quality in music today?
0: There, there <laughs> is, there is. It just I'm it's just, you, you really got to sort through a lot like today. I mean, but there's, there's so much being put out, so I mean, this. You know, yeah. it, it, with 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 technology, you got to take the good and the bad here. So, like, yes, we can output music faster than before. It doesn't always mean it's good music, but it doesn't always mean it's bad music either. Like, you know, there's there's times where, you know, you heard about the bands that spend like a month in the studio, and now you can get bands that spend like a week in the studio, a week in a home home studio, and put out a great sounding record. But I digress. The whole point is that. You know, you went from somebody who obviously had interest in music, a very strong interest in music, and at one point thought that your, you know, you, uh, your place in music was just to sing, to sing other people's music. You didn't really think of yourself as a creator of it, right? And right. something as simple as the GarageBand app for the iPad has opened up a whole new world. And to, to, and to hear you go from, well, no, you know, I, I really don't think I can write anything to, oh, I'm going to do this, and then the chords and now sample tank. Like, you're not just, you know, using one application. Now you're stacking applications and using more. Like, you're, you're, you're a full-fledged musician, whether you want to believe it or not. And that, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, brings <laughs> us to the GarageBand update. <laughs> So Mike, talk to us about the new the new GarageBand updates because you you t- you texted me I think like immediately and you are like Did you download GarageBand yet? Did you see what they're doing? <laughs> so you I know uh, you are excited about this. So so this is all you man. Tell tell me what's what's going on here.
1: Yeah. So so when the update for GarageBand came out, I downloaded, You know, I, I did the update, and uh, then when the update was done, I opened it up and I am looking through everything that was new in here. I was like, oh, 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 and I grabbed and and text, text message you like immediately and then when you didn't answer me immediately I was really upset but that's okay um, because I realize we do have other lives um, <laughs> occasionally yeah, yeah, yeah I'm secretly Batman but anyhow <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh um, geez. yeah. and I, um, by the way I'm the Michael Keaton Batman I'm not the Christian Bale or the Ben Aff I'm, I'm the Michael Keaton Batman I would never be the Val Kimmer or the George Clooney Batman ever. (laughs) Anyhow. I don't even know how this just
0: happened. Okay, keep going. Oh, jeez. Hey, you
1: know, I could could go anywhere I want to. Oh, I know. Um, So, so, like I mentioned before, you know, I I got to download a sample tank and everything. Well, now GarageBand has said, you don't need that outside stuff. I'm going to include that in here. Uh, so, here's here's what's really cool, and I have to unlock my iPad again because we've been talking way too long. Uh, so, <laughs> so now when you're when you're looking through the instruments now, yeah, up at the top you have this thing called live loops, and when you get into them, you, you've got hip hop now. You've got everybody's favorite dubstep, uh, <laughs> <art>. hard. <What? laughs> you got got, uh a house pad that you can use i I like the one that's chill
0: i see i didn't try that one yet
1: oh oh, well you ought to play it because when you do you chill so
0: um do you also use netflix at the same time netflix and chill
1: (laughs) no fricks and chill (laughs) Um, (laughs) but, but uh um, you know my favorite, the rock, uh, the rock loop uh, is great. You get electro funk in here, beat masher. Uh, I was that's, digging that's, the R and
0: I sat down and I messed around with the R and B, and I I was really I digging did.
1: that. Oh, and by the way, you sent me that one. Yeah, uh, that you did. I loved it until Thanks. you got to the end. Um, I loved it until you got to the end. What happened you know at the why?
0: end? No, what I do?
1: What happened at the end was it ended. I wanted to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> You have me racking my brain like, no, how am I in that thing? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, oh, wait a minute. And by yeah. the way, yeah. I'm sorry, I want to stop here. I need to backtrack uh, about our other conversation about GarageBand. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: If it wasn't for the fact that you turned me on to GarageBand, one of the best things I did with GarageBand would have never happened. And that was being able to do a song with you.
0: Oh well, thanks,
1: man. Salsa, you know, salsa sorta.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Well, we, we did we did a couple of tracks. We had we had some really good times making that music. Yeah, but
1: but it, it, it again, it again took, you know, you said, hey, Mike, this is what I want to do. Put something together, and then I'll I'll play this track over top of it, and 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 you know that was really great to to collaborate because now it, it took it took the singular garage band experience that i was having and now made it a community thing you know and uh even when we would demonstrate in class how you could bluetooth and connect together and everybody could play and 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 contribute um it it just meant it just meant a little more uh on on uh, you know as as a collaborative effort as well so i just wanted to put that in there but anyhow so you got those live loops now um and in, uh, in tracks, I mean, you still have all your, uh, you know, all your smart uh, instruments like the drums and, and the strings and bass, keyboard, guitar. But now you also have, and this is really cool, a virtual um, uh, drummer.
0: So tell me about this, because cause I've tried to play with it and it's just not, and maybe I'm expecting more, but I can't make it do anything that sounds any different no matter what buttons I push. So tell well, uh, me how you've been using it.
1: Well, the thing is, the thing is, you've got to be able to, uh, uh, and you have different. You have different people that that are in there. Like you have uh, Kyle, for instance. He's the he's the one I'm on here, um, and he has different uh, things that he plays based on on what the um, uh, uh, the track is. And if you notice. Um, um on the um uh, on the very first one of Kyle, it's, it's called crash to party and and with that you have your snare you've got uh, your tom toms your bass uh, there are no symbols involved in that or um or anything else however um touching on any one of those, you can uh change the sound of crash to party also uh on the left hand side you've got um the little square, left hand side is simple. Um, the right hand side is complex. Then you have got your loud and soft, the uh, loud top, soft at the bottom.
0: So and very then, very similar let's... to the Smart Drummer layout then.
1: Exactly, exactly. Okay. Only it, it, it adds another layer to that um, when you take a look at it. So Kyle has a, a certain um, way of playing the drums, I guess. But let's just let's just put it that way. Okay. A certain so. The virtual drummer is basically, if you go into the smart drums, Mm -hmm. you know how you hit the randomizer on it? Yeah. That's exactly what the virtual drummer is, only you get to make that selection, but you also get to make it in different genres. Um, Instead of just having like uh, some some pads to choose from and then a few uh, uh, drum kits to choose from, You've got diff- drummers with different styles now to choose from. Okay. okay. So, okay. And, and then you can you can adjust, um, you know, the volumes and everything with uh, with the inst- with the uh, pieces of the kit that he's playing. Um, you can also um, um, at the bottom you'll notice there's a, a fills slider, so you can you can increase the frequency of the fills or decrease the frequency of the fills with that slider at the bottom um, of the uh, of the uh, drum kit that's being played. Um, and then, of course, um, my favorite, I, I gotta tell you, one of my favorite drummers in, in this kit, though, is Logan. Um, partly because he looks like he looks like um and now the name escapes me um Wolverine the lead, lead singer for Three Dog Night and the name's just totally he just passed away uh not that long ago but anyway
0: huh. it, it, yeah I'll like, look that up
1: yeah um but uh Logan and if, here uh but he's, uh, he's like the legendary drum heroes of the past cuz if you tap on 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 the person um it brings up a uh uh, just kind of a, a you know what you're gonna get if you if you choose him. Um, he's got the hard hitting rock beats and uh, and the fills from a retro sounding kit. And then you got Magnus uh, dance uh, dance uh, music headliner uh, electro house beats. So so he's the electronic pad. You know there okay. uh, uh, synth leads, uh, bass drops. Leah um, is um, uh, minimal minimalistic style. Um, um, There's still tech house beats, but uh, real real tight, um, real tight sound there. Uh, you got Jasper over here. He's uh, he's heavy metal drummer. Uh, Maurice is the hip hop artist. Dez is a southern hip hop uh Darcy what is she over here oh she's tasteful restrained and dedicated to serving the song that's Darcy <laughs> I'm sorry that, that, you so up, but.
0: <laughs> Jasper sounds I'm, more like he should be a country drummer like Jasper doesn't yeah. sound like a metal
1: drummer name right right Jasper <clears throat> Jasper yeah. Jowls you know from from uh, Chuck E. Cheese and uh, the singer
0: of Three Dog Night Corey Wells
1: Corey there you go um but uh, the only the only thing I, I uh, I'm disappointed in yeah they they didn't give me a reggae drummer
0: oh, that's kind of I'm really, kind of surprised
1: I really wanted a reggae I really wanted a reggae drummer in here uh, but hey what can I say
0: maybe that'll be the next uh, update Marley uh, Marley the drummer
1: yeah uh, I heard they are going to do that. And uh, every time, you know, every time you use that, it rolls a joint for you. So. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, my goodness. Amen. <clears throat> and here's your joint today. Oh, anyway, but anyhow. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, so that's what the virtual drummer is. Now, the other thing it is, it is, does is. And I think I got some so I can and if i go here no, i don't want to go there i want to go here and i want to go to here real quick and then i want to do that and then the best thing that happened here which yeah. really um, um makes me uh, happy is yeah. they've put uh, um uh, an FX, uh, an FX machine in here now for us too. Seriously, so now I missed that. Yeah, so when you uh, when you switch from the instrument to the uh, you know to the individual track, yeah, uh, view um, at the top, you'll see it'll say FX. Okay. Tap FX. It opens up the FX at the bottom. There's even a scratch. Uh, turntable in the middle. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta mess with this God. more. I was waiting to hear that. Um, but yeah, and uh, there's a repeater. You can you can set a filter in there, um, so that's pretty cool too. Uh, let's see. The other thing is, um, so with the um, right next to the FX button. There's like a you'll see it, it looks like a, a grid button, okay? okay.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: If you, tap, if you tap the grid, it takes you into those pads that we were talking about, um, and you can actually edit the pads for the track, you know, for the different tracks that you've used. Yeah, that's cool. It, it's really cool. Yeah, so you can mess with them.
0: So with the then, pads, let me ask you this. Because cause yeah. I, was, I was messing this on the car ride. Like, I literally made that song song that I sent you, like, while we're driving down the highway.
1: You're, so, not, supposed to, you're not supposed to compose and drive. I
0: wasn't driving. I was riding. I, I was the passenger.
1: Who, who was know? driving?
0: Um, not me. Was, There's, was like... <laughs>
1: So you don't even know who was driving. I was just sitting in the car. Well, somebody was driving. I played garage band. Out, out
0: of respect for people who may not want to be public and have all their business oh, known, okay. you right. know, I'm not revealing any other names. But there's like eight oh, of us in the van, and I wasn't driving. Oh.
1: oh, you can tell me later. I can maybe. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, no,
0: um, <laughs> so son of a gun, where is I going with this? All right, so I'm I'm composing this song. I'm using the pads. How do you find the responsiveness of the pads? Like, I was, I was expecting things to happen more instantaneously. I don't think I was expecting it to lock into the beat as much.
1: Well, but, yeah, and that's, 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 one of, that's, that's one of the drawbacks I saw to that, um, was that it does do that. Um, uh, but, like I was talking about, tapping on that, on that grid yeah. after, you've, after you've laid it down uh you can go in there and make your adjustments um within there because here's here's the other thing I, I found interesting. Yeah. If you go into the pad, you know how there's the arrows at the bottom of the screen and you can tap and it'll activate that whole column.
0: Oh okay? oh no I didn't realize that
1: but the problem is if you look behind the arrows, yeah you'll see another row of instruments. Really And what you have to do is you know how you do the pinch to uh, uh, the pinch to zoom and stuff like that. Yes that's what you have to do. You have to pinch on the screen to shrink it down so you can see all the instruments uh, on, on, your, on your screen. okay um, So that's just something uh, I wanted to do. And what's nice is you can add instruments or, or different effects let's put it that way to the pads is you know if you have a source to input it from so that hmm. thought that was uh, thought that was pretty cool yeah because if you um uh, so if you're in that pad you know how you have all your you know all your different uh, pads in there but then there's a bunch of just gray gray blocks if you tap in a gray block you'll get a thing that says loops record into cell or edit
0: Okay, I, I did actually, come across
1: that. Yeah, you can record something into that cell. So, uh, so if you have an external source that you'd like to uh, set set up, you can do that as well. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool that it, uh, that it does that to you. But remember, it will take on the characteristic and the beat of the type of pad that you're in. So if you're in an R and B pad, then the characteristic of whatever you put into that cell going to be uh, to an r&b beat okay okay does that does that makes sense
0: yeah yeah it does you know and Good. something Good. i thought Good. was really cool yeah. was that oh I you, said, oh, you that wait yeah. it back to me then please <laughs> i felt i fell right into that so something i thought was really cool like speaking about playing the r&b beat so you've got these live loops set up in a, in a sampler format you're triggering everything and then afterwards, like I mean, you you know, you heard the track that I did. I added in strings and guitars, and I'm like, oh, am I going to have to figure out the key? And you know, in true GarageBand fashion, whatever that that set of loops was set to, it changed the key of the entire song to that. Um, it changed the tempo. Everything was every, everything just kind of worked and it set up. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. But then if I wanted to go to the guitar and tw- tweak chords, I could. So I thought that was pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like. There's a magician. Harry Potter lives inside the garage band. Yeah. Um, you're killing me. Daniel Radcliffe is in my iPad. Get out, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay,
0: we're going to wind this down. <coughs>
1: uh, well, you're going to have a lot of editing to do when this night's over. I just want you to know uh, You know, there's um,
0: only one, one thing i got to edit, you know, and I really don't believe in editing. It's a whole other thing. Anyway, keep going.
1: All right. So then the other thing, uh, too, is uh, – and this is the other thing I wanted to uh, 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 mention – is uh, when you do have uh, – like I said, when you, when you tap on that grid and you're in where you can edit the pad you know, and, and edit the, the sound that you've already put into the pad, mm-hmm. uh, you can also tap on the loops up at the top, and you can add a loop into that as well. So if you wanted to add some woodwind – into the pad you can do that so that's cool through the loops at the top isn't that awesome i i thought that was just that just blows my mind which then begs the next um um uh, experiment that i'm going to start running (laughs) is if i've loaded um like if if i've loaded a song into my loops. Can I then go ahead and load that song then into the pad and, you know, do my own little, uh, upbeat version of a, of a particular song.
0: Oh, so we're gonna, you okay. So we're going to
1: mess that. We're going to mess with that and see how bad I can screw classics up. So, you know, <laughs> it'll be great. Um, the other thing then is, uh, speaking about the loops, yeah. if I go if I go back, um, you have all the loops that you had before? Um, but, um, the, um, the layout's a little bit different and, and that's fine with me. I, I could care, I care less. You still have, you still have drums, kits, you know, your, your guitars, um, but you, your, your bass, uh, your slide, your, your regular guitars, so you have synth strings, you know, yeah. all, all the stuff you had before, but they've added, new loops inside there and some of the new loops they've added are really really cool um where was the one under the vocals i think it is yeah um under the vocals once you get into the vocals or or you get into any one of the apple loops um across the top now you have three boxes one says instrument genre and then you have descriptors um instrument of course allows you to pick what instrument you're working with. Okay. Um, and I'm just for, for giggles over here, I'm going to pick synths. Okay. Okay. So I've got my synth pad in there. The next thing is genre. If I go into genre, it's going to allow me to choose uh, a genre of synth pad. Now, if it's available, it's in bold. If it's not, it's, it's, uh, it's in gray. Okay. Um, so I've got things like chill wave, so I can do chill wave, and then when I go back, when it brings me back to the, to the loops, well, it, it's only going to give me those ones that fit that genre. Um,
0: that's cool. So that, that's honestly kind of how like Logic works, like with the loops, and honestly, like GarageBand on, on the uh, on the Mac works that way too.
1: Right. So instead of having to look through all of those loops to find the one that you want, or at least in the, in the genre or sound that you want. Now you have a, you have the opportunity to narrow it down and make it a lot quicker process. You also have a descriptor. Okay. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, things like, uh, clean acoustic distorted, you know, that sort of stuff. And you can see, you can sort down even further that way. Man. So it's really cool that it gives you that. And, uh, uh, you know, and then it still works the same way, where you can, you know, uh, just put that in there. And here's the other thing too. Yeah. Uh, remember, if you wanted to, you know, like for the loops, it, you had to drag them and put them in in the uh, the actual uh, music before you could turn the volume up or down on them. Oh yeah, yeah, Not yeah. Because at the bottom now, you have a, 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 a volume slider at the bottom now, where you could turn that up, and then you can bring them. You can hear what it's going to sound like before you bring it over. Oh wow! Uh, and mess with it so you'll be able to adjust it and get it over in there. Um, and uh, it, it's real cool. So, like in the um, in the synths right now, yeah. there's four hundred two. There's four hundred and two um, items in there now. Four hundred and two. Wow. wow! So they've really they've really expanded the capability of the loops yeah Uh, and that's it there's also you know of course you have your audio files so anything you've brought over and then the other one now you have the you have the music category so it actually looks at your music library and you can sort by albums artists genres or just go into songs yeah and when you do that it then lists all the songs that are on your ipad and you can choose right from them put them right in
0: oh wow that's cool it's it's getting easier and and easier
1: yeah, it is, but it's also, uh, as they continue to make make um, adding things into your music simpler,
0: yeah.
1: it also then starts to add another level of complexity to your music. Do you, you follow what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because Because it's so simple to add it, now you can start getting more complex without having to go through... Um, oh, I've got to upload this and put it here. Then I've got to move it there to bring it over here. And I have to make sure I have enough room for it there and all, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Now it's just saying, hey, just tap here and then pick what you want and we'll put it in for you. That's cool. That's so, cool, man. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's very exciting. And right now, like I said, I'm in experimental stages with it yeah. just to see what I can do with it. And once I'm satisfied that um, I, I've, I've gotten enough information – then, then, well, of course, I'm um, I'm, just intelligent enough with this thing to be dangerous. So, you know, we'll see what happens.
0: That's what makes it fun. All right, man. So thank you for that update. We'll start winding the show out here. Um, I th- there's a story I don't think I have to tell you about the kids. So check this out. Can you hear the sound? I sure can. All right. So do you know what that is?
1: Um, it was... Uh... <laughs> I don't know.
0: So, it's a tuning fork, right? So, I've been playing my... my
1: I thought I was going to say tuning fork.
0: <laughs> You're no fluke, Jennifer. But <laughs> You're no fluke.
1: I was waiting for
0: that. I, <laughs> I was just going to say, tuning fork? Oh, oh, my goodness. For anybody who's younger than us, that's Ghostbusters. Anyway. <clears throat> I'll tell you what it's doing. <laughs> well, yeah, thank, it. you. thank you. Nice restraint. Anyway, so... Um, the tuning fork, I, I've been playing my classical guitar again, and so when I play my classical guitar and I don't think we've ever talked about this, because this is like you know, this is like another lifetime ago that I was playing classical um, I've I've only ever tuned it with a tuning fork, like I it's A440, I, you know, smack it off my knee, I play the uh, the A harmonic um, on the guitar, and you know, I go from there and that's, that's how I tune it up so my kids have taken a real interest in how this tuning fork works. And so, like, I would hit it off my knee and let them listen to it. And they are fascinated how, you know, it one, if they put it up to their ear, there's nothing happening. But then you hit it, and it, it makes sound. So, of course, they want to hit it off anything they can. But if you hit it off the desk, like, that takes metal away. It'll affect the pitch, all that sort of stuff. So I've been teaching them that they can hit it on my knee, Right. Now, as long as you hit my knee in the right, I'm glad you know where this is going. So as long as you hit my knee in the right spot, it really doesn't hurt, right? Because, you know, you you hit the bony part of your knee. It's going to hurt a little bit, but it's not that bad. So um, I've been teaching the kids how to do this. They smack my knee, and, you know, sometimes they they hold it just right. Sometimes they don't. So I'm on the phone one night here in my studio, and Nicholas is running in, and I'm just like, I just one, one, one minute, buddy, one minute, you know. And he runs back out, runs in. You see this wild look in his eye because he spots the, um, <laughs> the the tuning fork. Before I can do anything while I'm talking on the phone, he grabs it, whacks me in the reflex part of my knee. So if anyone has been to the doctors and they hit you with that hammer to, to make your knee kick, that's exactly where he hit me. And he wound up. He mean He hit me, right? And so I'm like trying not to like scream out in pain because I'm talking to somebody on the phone. I'm doubling over, grabbing my knee. And as I double over, I can hear the pitchfork. He did it. Like I was so proud of him because he was really struggling to get it to actually make a sound. And so like, you know, like like I'm holding the phone, trying to hold my knee, and then I give him a high five because I'm proud of him. I hurt like
1: heck, but I'm still proud of him. (laughs) You know? It's uh, a good thing that I wasn't Nicholas. <laughs> you want to high five me for that? I'd have smacked you. <laughs> all right. Whack! I, oh, <coughs> I, I actually thought you were gonna say, since he you hit you in the reflex part, you like kick the three pointer with him, you know? <laughs> no,
0: no, no, no. Like, thankfully, my reflexes aren't that good anymore. But um, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, no, I just thought of something I'm not going to say. All right, later. Yeah, Uh, That's good.
0: So last thing before we go, I want you to tell the bull story, the joke.
1: Okay, all right.
0: (laughs) I'm going to do my best to keep a straight face.
1: Oh, you're going to laugh. I know, I know. You're going to start laughing when I get closer to the end because you know what's coming. I'm already starting to laugh. Just go. (laughs) So this guy – has always wanted to go to Spain and, and, and travel to Spain. So he finally saves up enough money and he's going to, he's going to just take in everything and just do everything there is to do and experience it the way, you know, as if he were, uh, you know, a Spaniard grown up there all his life. So he goes to Spain and he's enjoying all this stuff, you know, and everything. And he goes to this restaurant one night and he's sitting there having a nice meal. And this big commotion comes out and they're making, you know, the, the waiters are coming out and they're carrying this tray out and they're making this big thing and, and they put it down in front of this guy and it's like a big party. And he says to the waiter, he says, What's going on? He says, Oh senor, he says, this is a delicacy that the, this gentleman gets to eat. He says, Well, what is it? He says, Well, this is the uh, testicles from the bull. Uh, it's a it's a delicacy and and of course since it's only one bull, only one person, he says, oh, well, I'd I like to do that. And he says, well, we have to put you on the waiting list, senor, and when it is your turn, we will let you know. So he waits and waits, and finally his turn comes. So he gets in there, and he's all excited. He's ready to taste this delicacy. And here starts the fanfare, and here comes the, the, the waiters out, and they got the tray and everything, and they sit it down in front of him, and there's these two little meatballs on. He says, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. What's going on here? These are so small. And the waiter looks at me and says, La senora, you know, sometimes the bull, she wins.
0: <laughs> I didn't mute my microphone so I could keep her moving.
1: joke oh goodness but, but, you know, the, the important thing to remember about all of that though is yeah Jesus saved
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh, okay so backstory for anyone who has no idea what's going on right now Mike and I used to work together and when we did we would like to try to crack each other up at the most inopportune times and as you may have guessed Mike's not an easy subject. Right? <laughs> he he could he could get me pretty much anytime he wanted, right? And especially like he got me with his bull joke to the point where all he'd have to do is just say, sometimes I would just lose it. Right? He could just poke his head somewhere. I'm in a meeting, something I'm supposed to be doing real serious. He'd just sometimes I'm done, right? And so one day, one day I finally get him, and I tell this joke. So, um, <clears throat> So Jesus and the devil are talking the one day, and they're talking about who's the fastest typist, right? And so the devil's like, no, he's like, I'm the fastest typist. Jesus like, no, no, I'm the fastest typist. So they decide to have a um, a, a contest, right? So they are typing, and they're just, you know, they're on computers. I mean, it's modern, right? They're typing as fast as possible. There's fire coming from the devil's keyboard, fire, brimstone. You know, you've got a chorus of angels around Jesus' keyboard. They're just going faster, faster, faster. It's a timed t- uh, timed thing, they're right to the end, and all of a sudden, boom, power goes out. They lose everything, screens go black, the devil's like, come on, he's swearing, I mean, he's the devil, he's gonna swear. So, and St. Peter calls, oh, time! And he says, all right, Jesus is the winner with 5,000 words, and the devil's like, there is no way, there's no way that he has all that typed. We lost everything, I lost everything. And he's like, how in the world did Jesus have that many words? And St. Peter looks at him and says, simple, Jesus saves. <laughs> so now that I've set up this joke, this is like the first time I've finally gotten Mike to crack up, right? I could go into a classroom and, or wherever he's at and just hold up on my iPad the words, Jesus saves, and he's done.
1: I remember he downloaded that scrolling billboard. Out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like uh, uh, John Cusack in the back of the, the, back of the room holding it over your head. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's
0: was a good time. Oh, man, it was a good time.
1: I, I stopped right in the middle of what I was doing with the class. I looked at and I said, I so hate you right now. <laughs>
0: uh yeah yeah but it's a good time
1: well well, well and then the other thing you know, i was thinking about the uh april fools jokes uh you know like when i had the classes totally ignore you, <laughs> you yeah like, so
0: okay, i'm still upset about that one that's another story but we we are we've gone well well over my uh my time i normally like to do these things so we're going to end the recording here so ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in mike thank you for joining me tonight talking about garage band and-
1: It's been a slice. I've enjoyed myself.
0: Always a good time. I think we've got to do another show. So uh, until next time, everybody, make some noise.